Welcome to this episode of the UK Sports Chat Podcast. I'm Joe Williams and in today's episode we continue with our community member focus and I am chatting with Rachel Abernethy who you may recognise from our Instagram stories. Rachel is the face of our Instagram stories. Uh, Enjoy this half hour interview and getting to know Rachel. Hi Rachel. Hi Joe, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Excited to be here today. Excited? And any nerves? N- nervous? Me? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> how did, so, so for those who don't know, Rachel is the uh, face of the UK Run Chat Instagram stories, aren't you? Yes, I try to do that anyway. Make you people do. laugh a little bit and um, let them see what I'm up to, yep. Yeah, yeah, you do it. You do. You're brilliant at it. Very, very Thanks. relaxed. You are. You are on camera, which is um, which is why it's uh, unusual to think you might be nervous about coming on here. I know it's it is a bit different. Um, it's maybe easier if people can see you. You yeah. can't see my how I'm reacting or facial expressions. But anyway, looking forward to chatting to everybody today. Good. Find out a little bit more about me. Cool. <laughs> So go on then, tell us more about you. What what would you do for for a day job and what's your daily do? Oh yeah, the life outside of running. So I, um, well, I guess a bit of information that's useful is I'm actually in Dublin. Yeah. But I am from Northern Ireland, as many people might pick out from the accent, although I get all sorts of places. Most people think I'm Scottish, which so I'll say this from the beginning, I'm not, <laughs> but um, I did go to university there. So maybe that's why. Oh, did but... you work Sorry? Where did you go to uni? Um, in St Andrews on the east coast of Scotland. So between Edinburgh and Dundee, and it was lovely. And I know I'm sure we'll get into this, but I did run there a bit too. And I wish I could just go back for a lovely run along West Sands Beach. It's anybody from around that area will know it's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm, I do miss that. And of course, this year without I haven't been able to travel, so I haven't gone back, um, which is quite sad. But I'll definitely be going back there once we can travel again yeah. and go back to all of those places. Um, but I guess linked to that, I studied geography there, and that led on to studying for a master's. And then I've worked in in Exeter, where I joined the physical running group of UK Run Chat Exeter and that that's what got me into all of this mm-hmm. um, meeting some of the gang um, but I left there and obviously I've moved to Dublin now and I work for a tech company called Esri Ireland and we specialize in geographic information systems and I won't go into too much detail as I've been told I'm not very good at explaining this and (laughs) most of us (laughs) most of us who work there we just say it's it's like google maps but we do a lot it's digital mapping spatial analysis um it it, it's good for my geography background but it's very it based as well and um, but it links quite well in with running because I still like to map out my routes and yeah. there is that link there and I'm very much into data and stats and things like that so I'm um, a bit of a Strava addict as well so it all kind of links in together my yeah. day job and my interests outside of work um, as well yeah. so that's that's what I do 
And you. running definitely helps keep me sane through all of that. With um, At the moment, I'm working from home and I'm lucky enough to be able to do that anyway. I just hadn't done it very much, but um, okay. that's what I'm doing at the moment. I actually, you work from home every... Well, what, what are the, the restrictions at the moment? You're, you're, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's we're in quite um, strict restrictions at the moment over here. The whole of Ireland, as in the Republic of Ireland, yeah. we're in our level five, which means we've got a five kilometer travel and exercise radius. Yeah. So I can't go too far. Um, yes, everybody's to work from home if they can, which has been the case this whole time for me. And, you know, non-essential shops are closed, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but um as many people might have seen, I have bought a turbo trainer for the bike. I maybe shouldn't talk about cycling on this, but that is the one thing that um, has kept me going now through another lockdown. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, so, so so you did, you went to Ed, sorry, um, St. Andrews. St. Andrews, yeah. It, so what, how come you ended up in next to them? Was that for your master's? Uh, no, so I actually went back to Northern Ireland again for my master's and stayed at home worked part-time and studied for that and then I went to Exeter to work for the Met Office um, to do a bit of um, the GIS mapping work there so I have a bit of a weather background I like that side of physical geography so I, I worked there absolutely loved it there and it was about two years in Exeter and yeah. it's such a great place I'm sure there's plenty listening that are from there or I've been there and there's the lovely route from the quay um, in Exeter that goes down to Exmouth or you can go like each side of of the estuary there and I used to run and cycle along it mm-hmm. and the weather was so good that we used to just cycle down to the beach in Exmouth after work and it just a different different way of life. I felt like I was on my holidays all the time. <laughs> I, yeah, it, the, the quay's lovely. I ran there with my Upston too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Matt kept me on my toes there doing sprints and the banana hills were our famous um, hill sprint night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they're good, good workouts. Yeah, Matt's been running the Exeter Club there. It's been going three or four years now, I think, that one. Yeah, I remember when I first heard about it, they had organised a rhino run. This is how I first heard about it. It was on Twitter and I thought it was a thing like across all of Exeter, you know, like a like a huge huge event and I said to my friend Pip who I just met through actually another running club that we had joined I said I think there's this big thing happening we're gonna run around all these there were rhinos it was for um like a charity event and they had these rhino statues all around Exeter yeah and so we we rocked up there and there was maybe only about four or five others (laughs) <laughs> and we didn't know if we were in the right place, but um, we did a really fun run taking photos and selfies with all of these cool rhino statues. And that's when we found the group and then stuck with them ever since that whole time. And yeah, great way to make friends in a new place for sure. Yeah. And just see a bit more of like a new place that you're living. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, so when, when did you start running then was that was that at uni or have you always been sporty did you sport as a child I think um I, I think about this quite a bit um when did I actually start and during university was the first time I decided myself I'm going to train for a half marathon 
and that was my decision whereas before that I did run before that I remember at school I joined the Harriers Club so we were doing like cross country running around the well it was hockey pitches and football fields and I was the last one there and I, I always think people have these stories like they they weren't into PE they weren't into sports I was into it. I just wasn't very good. <laughs> and um, so I'd always be at, at the back um, of that running group or yeah. I, I did play hockey, but I was the sub on the B team. But I remember standing out in the snow and the hail waiting to be subbed on to the, onto the game. And like I was committed, but I just wasn't very good. And um, then I joined uh, my mum and some others from our church. I actually started a running club. And they were maybe training for 5Ks and different things. And I went along to this and I did not enjoy it, but I did keep going. I think my mum probably encouraged me to do it. And we, I remember the guy that kind of led this club. I mean, it was just informal, but the guy who led it, I remember he would put his hand on your back and be like, come on and push you along. And I'd get so angry. <laughs> I'd be like, don't, don't come near me. Don't, I didn't really <laughs> want somebody telling me what to do. Yeah. But we, um, my mum and I did um, Race for Life, the 5K. We did that mm -hmm. together. I think one in Belfast and one in Coleraine, our hometown. So we did those together. And then yeah. I remember doing a 10K with others from that group in Lisbon, in Northern Ireland as well. And I, I remember that was the first time I just ran off by myself and met the others at the end and was like, oh, okay, I can actually do yeah. that, do this. This was fun. But yeah, then going to uni, um, I was just raising money for a charity that was quite close to my family at the time and decided to do the Edinburgh Half Marathon. Yeah, so and was, that, was that improvement then that you saw in the, you know, from the 5K to the 10K and you just said, you know, you met them at the end? Yeah. Was that what drove you to then think, well, I can do more of this, I can do a half marathon or what? what, what? yeah i think there was a bit of a break in between those but that 10k looking back i probably didn't think at the time there was some big revelation but when i think back to it i can picture the moment where i was i kind of set off by myself and was actually enjoying it and didn't have somebody else kind of pushing me along and i was able to do it and but those are kind of i can picture myself doing that but the whole thing is a bit of a vague memory it was quite a long time ago yeah um and so i feel like i have in a way i've all always been running or always been doing something like that but it wasn't until as i said doing edinburgh half that that was my decision to actually train for it i don't think i i don't really remember training for those 5k and 10ks when i was younger yeah so the half marathon was definitely the first time of okay that's that's actually going a couple of times a week which whenever you're at university and you're also <laughs> drinking and out partying, that I feel like that was a, an achievement to actually yeah. um, do that so as did well. You I, I, did you train for that? Did... Yeah, I trained for that half. Often, what was um, your kind of structure? Can you remember back then? Or... I do remember um, uh, my plan. I think what I've always done is, and I can remember this, is with the weekend runs, the long runs, as long as I was increasing those, the, I would just kind of do whatever I wanted during the week and yeah. back then I was not doing speed work I wasn't doing intervals and um, probably wasn't doing hill sprints nothing like that it was just a case of running two or three times a week and increasing that long run 
yeah. I don't really remember too much else apart from doing the laps around St Andrews and my flatmates um, either welcoming me back or thinking I was crazy for going out and doing this. Um, but they've both ran half marathons since, so I think the the bug mm-hmm. caught on. <laughs> yeah, you inspired them. <laughs> yeah. So, what's your um? You mentioned the Edinburgh race there. Have you have you, have you got a favourite event you've ever done? Yeah, well, uh, actually, it does link in quite well because um, although that was the half, I carried on and did Edinburgh half two more times after that. So I've done it three times, and Edinburgh for me, I think, is my favourite event because then I went back in 2018 and that was my first marathon because I thought I've done the half there. Um, it's where I got my first sub two hour half marathon, yeah. and I just really wanted to go back to Edinburgh and just have that moment so i absolutely love the the marathon race there and they changed they changed the route and um i think that year 2018 for the marathon yeah. Yeah. so you're doing a couple of miles in the city itself and then you're heading out along the coast and it is very flat which people don't think um because you think of arthur's seat in the hills but um you're actually running out along the coast and yeah you've got bits where you're kind of on your own but it's so beautiful being there and I absolutely love it yeah I, I, I did Edinburgh in 2010 I remember that stretch of coast yeah the weather, the weather had been good it was cold but the weather had been had been good for running and then all of a sudden yep. yeah, that stretch of coast the rain was coming at you oh so no the wind, <laughs> um mashing you straight in the face it was yeah that was, oh uh, goodness it's a kind of laugh or cry moment. You just have to persevere. <laughs> you never quite know what weather you're going to get um, over there. But it's good fun. So have you got, have you got any... I mean, it's quite tricky, really, with, without events happening at the moment. What, what are your goals and aims at the moment? No, this this sounds... I'm trying not... I should probably talk about some other races, but I had actually signed up to Edinburgh Marathon again this year. Okay. Um, and that got... Well, I had that in mind, Edinburgh Marathon, and I actually had Paris Half Marathon in March. Yep. And actually, we went over there. It was a group. Um, so I run with a running group here in Dublin, Porterstown Panthers. Mm-hmm. And about 40 of us flew out to Paris in March. And we were a bit unsure. It was just at the start of hearing about the pandemic. And, you know, we were a bit unsure. But we went out anyway. And, of course... The race got cancelled and uh, just the evening before as we were about to pick up our race numbers so that was a bit um devastating but we knew this was for the best but we had a good weekend i was gonna say what did you do then we were in paris <laughs> yeah we started drinking wine yeah. and forgetting that we were gonna run but um a group of most people did go and do their own half marathon and um, my boyfriend martin was with us and the two of us just went for our own run the next day and took in some sights and yeah just had a nice weekend it then did rain the whole time as well so it wasn't wasn't amazing but we did the best that we could in the situation uh, good good memories of before lockdown at least but um, that both Paris half and Edinburgh Edinburgh's usually in May the two of those both got postponed to the same weekend in September. <laughs> so what? how typical, like, I, I probably would have just gone to Edinburgh and, yeah. and done the marathon. But 
turns out neither happened um, and Edinburgh now has the virtual race and the good thing about it is you can do it over a couple of days or whenever you want until the end of the year so I'm hoping to do a marathon on the 5th of December that's a few days just before my birthday and I don't plan on doing it fast or go for the time I would have wanted to go for I'm just going to try to get round and do it just to have something to aim for yeah yeah. So as you as your how you plan now versus you know that first that first half marathon you did in Edinburgh, how, how has that changed if you if it was going for an event? Oh yeah, it has changed so much. I've definitely learnt a lot about running <laughs> these past few years. Yeah. Um, I'm not be well. I do have a plan, mm-hmm. but I'll write out my own plan. And again, still a similar way of making sure the weekend long runs increase. I would definitely give myself more time. So a lot of online training plans are maybe 12 weeks. I know to give myself more than that because you never know if you're going to get sick or you just want to repeat a week. So I'm conscious to give myself that time yeah. as, as well as the types of training during the week. Uh, definitely incorporating more speed work, hill sessions, understanding the importance of rest days and cross training and building up that overall fitness rather than just running definitely important and one thing that's really improved really in the past year or so is going to the gym and doing strength work as well and I can feel a difference that definitely helps so much so always learning there's different sessions come along and I did a great uh, 10k training plan there in in August and pushed myself more than I've ever done before harder sessions that a few years ago I'd have thought how could anybody do this you know you're you expect me to run at this pace for how long but then you do it and you realize you can actually do these things it's just a matter of pushing yourself yeah yeah brilliant and you've been doing and like you mentioned earlier you've been doing a lot of cycling as well which I've I find it yeah. me um, with my running. I did more of it. Yeah, am I allowed to talk about cycling on here? <laughs> People get angry. <laughs> no, so I really do love cycling and actually got into that more when I was living in Exeter as well. And that's where I think um, somebody gave me a secondhand bike just to cycle to work. And then I used the cycle to work scheme and got myself a road bike. And actually, in it's one of those things as well about getting into sports and something I'm probably passionate about is women in sports. And my dad said to me, and I get on with my dad very well, but he said, why do you need a road bike? You know, would you not be fine getting a hybrid or, you know, something else? And I was like, no, I need the drop handlebars. I want to look like a pro (laughs) and best decision I've ever made. Love getting out on the road bike. And I took part in a few sportives and, yeah. There was a race around Dartmoor yeah. and then another, I can't remember, we did another one, but I remember that day in Dartmoor and it was absolutely chucking it down. Yeah. And I, and you got a medal, um, like a gold medal if you finished in this time, silver in this time, bronze in this time. You just had to get finished in a certain time period. And I got a gold medal that day. I was like, <laughs> where did this even come from? Um <laughs> I just was, I think I didn't want to be out in the rain for any longer than I needed to. So I was just absolutely going for it. And that yeah. was so much fun. And so I always remember that. Um, and yeah, yeah, now I just, 
Oh, sorry. You're really proud of that because, you, like you say, you if you think that you and you've been very honest about it. You said at school that you'd stand out in the snow and the rain and in that weather. <laughs> yeah. That weather that Dartmoor gave you, you used to be standing there waiting for your turn, whereas when yeah. you were in it, you were going, right, weather, you're having it. Um, yeah, exactly. I've waited for this moment. I'm finally doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good on you. Good on you. yeah. I think that also shows I'm more of a, a solo sport person than a team sport person. Yeah. <laughs> There's maybe a good thing to take from that too. Um, at least in those with running and cycling. Yeah, you can just you can go and do it. You can push yourself. Uh, as much as it's nice to go out with somebody and there's the group running or group cycling. Um yeah. there nothing beats just right, I'm the one doing this, I'm the one choosing when I'm going out training. I know I can do it. Yeah, I definitely agree. good feeling. The headspace is the word that I use. That's um that's yeah. it is for me. Yeah, agree more. Definitely, so true. So, have you, have you got a what? What's your um go-to accessory? Have you got? Oh, um, I probably have. I'm trying to look around me right now, thinking what do I use? Um, I get. I guess for me, the main thing I have when I'm running. This is maybe a bit of a boring answer, but I am a. I do listen to music when I'm running, and I got AirPods for Christmas a year or two ago. And I love wearing them so I don't have anything kind of hanging around me and I put my tunes on and that's probably the main main thing. That's not very, I guess they are kind of high tech in a way, but <laughs> they're a bit normalized now. Um, but that, definitely have them and obviously wouldn't go out without my Garmin. But again, yeah, I, standard I answer. <laughs> yeah, you've got quite an interesting map on your and your stats as you said so what do yeah. you know, what, what's on your your uh, what tracks are on your um airpod that you listen to oh <laughs> i probably have such a embarrassing uh playlist uh-huh. yeah. and i have told people this on our uk run chat stories i am a country music fan <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes that gets me around uh that makes me feel quite summery and it's you know party music as well yeah. But my my go-to running track, and especially love it during a race, is Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell. Because it's nine minutes long, so you know you've got a good distance to cover in that time. Yeah. There's uh, I like being able to have words in songs, so I'm not having dance music with a beat the whole time. You, you can sing along, but it does have a good rhythm to run to. So that is one of my top top tunes. But then I'll also have some musicals. Uh, I think I s- said about this recently too. The Greatest Showman soundtrack yeah. is so good for running too. Really motivational. It makes me just want to put my arms in the air. <laughs> we like jumping around and cheering. That's <laughs> definitely good. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I'm definitely more a music person than a podcast person, if you're going to ask me about that. Um, I'm, not, I'm not too clued up on on podcasts even though i'm talking about one right now <laughs> but um i they're good i guess uh, i'd be more into an, an audio book if i really wanted to do a, a long yeah. slow run um for tra- marathon training but um again I, halfway through i'll be like oh, i'll just put my music on just need yeah. a beat yeah you need me love yeah <laughs> <laughs> but if anyone's listening to this while they are running keep listening <laughs> don't change the music <laughs> what, what's, your, um, 
favourite non-running hobby? Oh, I'm a non-cycling as well. Probably shouldn't well, say that either. Yeah. Um, what else do I like to do? I, tr- I try. I'm trying at the moment to actually get more into reading again. Um, but okay. I find it very hard this year with so much else going on. It's actually hard to just concentrate. But yeah. that's definitely something. Um, try to just zone out and relax. Um, with a good book, yeah. and that's probably the main thing yeah. uh what else have i tried to do best book you've read re- that you've read recently or haven't you getting back into oh I f- it. yeah actually i did finish a book the other week i read the midnight library by matt haig and okay. i could not recommend it enough i i wanted a book that i could just escape into forget about everything else that's going on right now and that book um did it perfectly and it makes you think a lot about life and i was quite sad for it to be over and the book i'm reading right now isn't just as captivating i'll not say what it is so do i feel bad but <laughs> i will um i will par through that's my plan for this afternoon um, you ever not finish a book though i'm, t- I'm i do that i'll read half and if it, if it doesn't grab me i'll leave it i know i have I have done that before, but I thought I, w- I actually was talking to my friend about this this morning. I said, I know life is too short. I could just stop reading this and move on, but I'm going to I'm going to give it one more one more go. I think that says a lot about your personality from what you told us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just w- one one more chance. <laughs> yeah, you won't give up. So yeah. favorite book, favorite book, favorite film, favorite TV series. Oh, well, favourite TV series, maybe just do this out of order, is Orange is the New Black. Okay. Best I've, thing on Netflix ever. I've never ever. seen that one. My <gasps> Lucy does, and I still have a favourite. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Um, it's made me laugh, it's made me cry, made me happy, made me angry, all of those things. It's it's so good. That's uh, yep, definitely recommend that. Uh, movie? Um, oh, um, do like a good kind of chick flick. Um, growing up, it used to be Titanic was my favourite film. Um, also, just off the top of my head, we're nearly into the season. I love The Holiday, which is a Christmas film, but it oh. always comes to mind as a favourite. Yeah, that's an annual film. That and Love Actually. Yep. Lucy oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, we were looking up um, some movies to watch over Halloween yesterday and oh I'm, I'm not a scary movie person so i'd like to quickly get past halloween and get to the christmas films yeah, <laughs> I, yeah i'm not one for holidays either must admit. and and book and yeah. um oh you can tell i have not prepared for any of this so trying to think off the top of my head i'm not sure about ever and I don't want to embarrass myself by saying something silly, but recently, I think it actually was last year on holiday, I read, um, I'm just trying to think of a, a recent good book. Obviously, Matt Haig's book was amazing, but I read Dolly Alderton's Everything I Know About Love. And just as a relatable kind of female book, absolutely loved it. Um, I'm not saying that's like a, a big classic and something like that but just off the top of my head that's something i've really enjoyed recently i'm hoping to get her uh first novel as well 
with my birthday and Christmas coming up. So fingers crossed. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Great. I'm the December birthday as well. Lots of them. <laughs> oh yeah. Best best time of the year. Yeah. Road or trail, Rach? <sighs> oh, trail. Even though I don't do it enough. Yeah. Morning or evening runs. Mm, evening. Music, yes or no? I think we've already answered this. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, smooth or crunchy peanut butter? <gasps> oh, I prefer smooth, but I have to buy crunchy. <laughs> I've <So>. been overruled. <laughs> <laughs> Dog or cats? Dogs. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Netflix or Prime? Netflix. Beer or wine? Wine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the next one. So it's all the paper, over or under. This is how you hang it. Oh, <laughs> I got told I do this wrong as well. Oh, yeah. over. Over. Yeah. Is over right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody help us. <laughs> I probably do it wrong. Taper. Do you taper? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. It's not fun. It's funny that. It's a funny one that. Some people yeah. don't. Yeah. Some, some... Usually two or three weeks. Yeah. Just depends. Yep. Cool. That's the end of me. Me quick fire questions. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> they weren't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> You've survived. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to say a massive thank you for, for, you know, on behalf of everyone for the job that you do on Instagram stories. You, you're brilliant. You're so, um, you're so good on the camera. And... Oh. You just chuck out what you're doing and it's just very relatable and I enjoy yeah. following along thank you well thank you and I mean I wouldn't be able to do it if people weren't sharing what they're doing as well tagging us in their photos and videos and I love seeing that too and I get to see how people are progressing in their training and things they're achieving so it's great fun cool thank you give what's your um give us your twitter and um, Instagram handles. I know that people can contact you on the oh, yeah. but give us yours as well so they can follow you. So it's it's Rachel712, yep. but the Rachel is spelt R A A C H E L because okay. I thought whenever I was probably 15 or 16 that it was really cool to put two A's at the start <laughs> of my name. <laughs> And I haven't changed it since, but it's um, but my name is actually just spelt Rachel, but I've threw in an extra A to be cool. Cool. Yep. Very cool. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. It's been lovely getting to know you. And um, thank you again. That's great. Thanks, Joe.